What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Trent, here with another conversation with another episode of Real Convos. And you know, we bring it to you live every week, every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. You know, the YouTube videos only come out twice a month. I ain't got enough money to be paying these videographers. They, they, they be tripping. All right, now today, I got two beautiful ladies in here, two beautiful mamas, women, wives, to talk about something very powerful. Marriage. Marriage. <laughs> I'm not married, but I wanted to get the perspective of marriage for some individuals who've been married for some time, who probably went through some things and can give some advice to some women out there who have some delusions of marriage and what marriage is. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Tiffany, if you'll go first. Hello, I'm Tiffany and happily married. <laughs> Dana. Hey, I'm Dana. Happily married as well. <laughs> Are y'all happily for real? Now, Tiffany, yeah. husband in here, so she got to say it. Your husband not here. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good over here. I'm good over here. <laughs> so let's jump, let's jump right in. Is marriage real? Yes or no? Is it a real thing or is it just something y'all do for paperwork and make sure that y'all get some insurance money if one of y'all die? Come on now. <laughs> oh, now, I, it's absolutely real. I think that we don't take it serious enough. I also think that sometimes we go in with a jaded perspective that it's supposed to be a fairy tale when right after the wedding day, like it starts. That's when your battle starts. That's when you you got to put your all in all. And that's when you start to reveal truly who you are to your mate. Okay. I don't believe, um, I'm sorry. I believe people don't respect marriage and it's, the ideology behind it anymore. Mm -hmm. Others uh, that may not work out relationships, marriages, that's because they believe it's just a piece of paper. But once you put God into the perspective and you have a, a, a man or a partner that's equally yoked, it's, it's a lifestyle. Right. So you, you spoke about, you know, people who go through that doesn't work. Why do you think, or for the both of you, what do you think is the main cause for divorce to be so high nowadays? You know, people get married two weeks later, they divorce or they get married for a year, they divorce. And it's so common now, you know, it used to be strange for people to get divorced. It was like weird. Maybe back in the eighties and seventies. Now people get divorced. It's like, Oh, we knew it wasn't going to work anyway. You know, we knew it. Why do you think that it's so common nowadays that people are not staying together? Whoever want to go first. I think people, step into marriage with, with that, that idea that if it doesn't work out, I could just get a divorce. Back in the day, people were married and, and they were going to stay married. Now people are like, well, oh, I'll just get a divorce. It's that easy. They don't want to work at it anymore. This is a generation of people that don't want to work at anything anymore. I, I totally agree. Um, speaking from someone who's been in relationships, I've been divorced. And one of the reasons that I feel like I went ahead with the divorce is because it was too easy to walk away. I didn't have to put any energy um, in, in staying and actually fighting for anything. I don't think that I, I knew how serious it was. God was not in the midst, in the mix of any of it. It was all about my own selfish motives. I had this perspective that it's everything is supposed to be my way. I had this perspective that, you know, there's going to be no hardship. It's just going to be, you know, we good. I love you. You love me. But it takes much more than that. 
And I think that we don't realize that, you know, it's you are living with two different personalities and you're getting to know one another on a, on another level. But you also want, like you, Tiffany said, someone that's equally yoked, someone that believes in the same beliefs that you have. Also, where you can come together and actually be able to cover one another. We don't spend a lot of time covering each other. Um, I am previously divorced, but it was the opposite for me. I did everything I could to keep it together, um, even at the expense of my mental health. Uh, and the other one, my, my ex-spouse, uh, he just like the idea of being married, but wasn't willing to do the work. Um, and we just were not, like you said, God wasn't in it. Um, and when I finally put God first, God sent me the man that I needed. <laughs> and he became everything. And the crazy thing about it is when you find that one, they're going to bring the woman out of you that you had no idea was within you. The wrong one will bring the worst out of you, but the right one will light that fire. So, you know, since we're going to go down right, down that <laughs> in the right one, in the right one. Um, what made you say yes to y'all, to your current spouse? Like, what made you say, this is the guy, this is the man that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, especially since y'all had kind of already went down this road before. Mm -hmm. What made you say, I'm ready to go down the marriage road again? I think for me, I, I had no intent of going down that road again. Um, I got tired of failing because I was divorced twice now. Um, and I felt like a failure. I'm not going to lie. I felt, I felt like I failed and I failed one too many times. And to hear my, my daughter say, Mom, you know, I'm tired of going through divorces. And I'm like, whoa, hold on now. Like... You're actually going through it. I'm thought I'm the only one experiencing it, but yeah, I didn't want to do it anymore. And God knew that. And I think that he sent someone that I brushed off for a while. Um, we became friends. And I think that was the, the reason why I chose him because he, he became my friend. He became my best friend. I can go and I can talk to him and I, and I recommend this to all the couples that we coach, like become your, your a friend to your spouse. Let that be the person you want to go to when you're happy. Let that be the person you want to go to when you're sad, good, bad, or indifferent. I love him. Like, there's no one else I would want to spend the rest of my life with, no matter what he does. I also say um, to people, the person you marry, you have to be able to tolerate them. You have to like them right. if the lights shut off, there's no TV in this right. pandemic. People, people <laughs> found out who was for them or who exactly. wasn't for them. We enjoy each other. Um, we don't have to have all this lavish stuff to fluff up our marriage. We can sit there with nothing and just communicate. And like she said, we were best friends first. Um, and it grew into what it is. And, and, you know, before we knew it, we couldn't be without each other. Um, and I, when I saw him, I'm like, when we, when I talked to him, I found myself already letting him take the lead. So at that point I was like, okay, I can't see myself without him. And I'm, I'm just happy. I found a true happiness for the first time. Now you said something is, and this is why I really chose you to, I'm going to tell you why I chose you to. I know a lot of married people, I know a lot of them, but y'all are some strong women. Very strong. 
So strong. She Hulk strong. <laughs> Y'all talk a lot. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I can't with you. But listen, a lot of people, I believe, take the word submissive mm-hmm. and, and, and associate that with slavery. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when we see a lot of memes, you know, you need to be submissive to your husband. And, you know, that's really preached in the Christian world that being submissive to your husband is going to make things better. With you two being so strong, you know what I'm saying? Is being submissive, what would, what would be your definition of being submissive in your, in your life, in the marriage? Like, because I don't think people really know the example of what it means to be submissive. Because every time I talk about it, they talk about you just want somebody to be barefoot and pregnant. What is submissiveness in your own definition? What does that look like? I, I, I think people have gotten the wrong idea about what submission really means. Mm-hmm. Um, submission is, is, is not just someone having control of you, not someone telling you what to do and you walk behind them. Um, um, as we got, when we got married, one of um, the chaplain who married us told us, you know, submit yourselves to one another. It don't say, Dana, just submit yourself to Archie. No, we submit ourselves to one another. And then I don't walk behind him. I don't walk in front of him. I walk beside him. Mm-hmm. Submission goes both ways. So as I submit myself to him, he submits himself to me. I found favor with my husband. That what, That's mm-hmm. what it means. He takes my perspective, my thoughts, the things I say. He he absorbs that and as well as I do for him. Yeah. I, I, I She said it. <laughs> perfectly yes um and like you said it's not being a, a slave like for example if i call my husband and it, uh, i'm speaking to someone and i'm like hey I, I need to speak to my husband first it's not because i have to it's not because if i don't um on punishment or some right. weird stuff it's because i respect him um and i have a man and i want him to know that i respect him as a man same for me. He, if he'll come to me and ask my advice or my opinion, not because he has to, but because he respects me as the woman, as his equal. Mm. Um, and I think once people understand that it, it's a union, you know, what goes for one goes for both. Right. Um, and again, I, I can't, that equally yoked, being equally yoked is so important. <laughs> it's important. It's so important. We have the same mindset um, and it'll go a long way just to be able to communicate with your husband. Well, for them people out there that ain't so deep, because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, everybody knows I'm Christian and I'm, you know, I'm praising worship. They know if they know you. They know y'all, you know, y'all love the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> but I think when I tell people what equal yoke, I don't think they know what yoke is. And a yoke is an instrument that, you know, allow two boars and bulls to be linked together so they can work better and make things better. So people sometimes get confused with what a yoke is. Um, I just want to explain that to them. So when they hear, you know, not equally yoke, they ain't thinking about no eggs, no bacon or nothing like that. So it's another question that I want to ask. Now, this one's going this gonna to be a little deep now, y'all. I want y'all going to be a little, little, make you a little well, come uncomfortable. On with it. I'm, right. I'm, come I'm on just with trying it. to bear y'all because I know people get so who you have here. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm saying. So, are there times in the marriage that, you know, it gets a little difficult that sometimes you think about being single, or is it there are times that you just automatically, you always down for the marriage? Or there's times when you wish you look up, you say, hey, 
why am I going through this? I could just be single and free. I could just be out here doing my thing. Or is it all, do, do you not have those thoughts? Or is it, is it normal to have those thoughts? Is it, is, or is that just a dangerous area to be in? Um, it's kind of open-ended, but I wanna, I'm going to go back to the same question. So are there times when you wish you would rather be single than married? No, Mm-mm. not no. at all. Mm-hmm. No, probably in previous ones. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. But I think, too, it was because of a lack of maturity mm-hmm. because we couldn't come together and have a conversation right. and solve right. an issue. I think now it's, it's no time that I would rather be without my spouse. Is there times I don't like him? Absolutely. I love him. But um, there's times that we don't always see eye to eye. We don't always agree. But I would change nothing about where I've positioned myself as his wife. I'm happy to be his wife, even when he makes mistakes that don't seem like they are um, that they are, um, you know, connected to going forward like we planned on. Sometimes there's times that we he may make a mistake or I may make a mistake that may take us back a little bit. But I'm going back with him. And then Mm. we're going to move forward. There's nothing part of this marriage that I'm in right now that I would say, no, I'm ready to walk away. Right. There's no way to give it up. Right. (laughs) Nope. 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 Um, And with my husband standing right here, sitting right here. He's behind me, y'all. He he breathing down my neck. He looking at my notes. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. (laughs) We get on each other's nerves. Mm -hmm. We do. I mean, first of all, we're we're with each other 24-7. We can't communicate all the time. Um, and then it's even more difficult. I don't know about yours, but we are military and we have to reintroduce each other to our marriage, to each other all over again, learn how to live with each other all over again. Um, but we take the time to learn each other. And even though we have to continue to keep poking, like, listen, you're not, you hear me, but you're not listening to me. We do the work. We're willing to do the work. Um, and with that love there and that devotion, uh, he he knows he can't go nowhere. <laughs> and you need, you absolutely need it to survive coming from a military background because you and I both know marriages don't last in the military. It's hard yeah, to maintain. to be creative. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. you got to you have got to be able to keep each other's attention. Pay attention mm-hmm. to your mate. Ask them, hey, how's your day? Hey, what's going on? Always share things with each other that's out of the ordinary. And you also have to know when to take a seat. Right. Mm-hmm. Sit back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Let oh, him, that's a good one. It, it I took me a minute. I don't know how to do that. No, it's hard. It's, a, yeah, it's hard. And it took me a minute, especially <laughs> like you said, strong woman. It took me a minute not to poke and prod, especially if we're caring and nurturing, you know, right. really caring and nurturing. I had to learn that when he's upset, shut up. And, and not not in that slavery, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, right. I know what you're saying. Just let him, peace. right, let him cool off and get his mind right. Um, and I also learned that I needed it, too, because I can't, I'm not good at arguing. <laughs> I'll say things that don't even make sense. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's crazy that y'all was talking about that. Like, when you get married, you know, I heard that statement that you don't just marry yourself. You don't just marry the other person. You marry their family. You know what I'm saying? So how do you deal with that piece of it? Like, how do you, um, you know, I know I'm a mama's boy. Really? Everybody. Really? So you going to take me there? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a mama's boy. I know the woman that I decide to marry coming up, she's going to have a little, my mama say she ain't going to have no problems, but I believe she's going to have some problems. How do you deal with the other, the family piece? Not just their family. 
but with your family as well. Because I, I seen, I see like that be a lot of problems with y'all. Like the mama don't know how to stay in her back seat because she's so used to telling this man what to do. Uh, that your daddy, they tripping because you know they don't respect him. How how was that piece of the marriage? Like marrying the family. I spend a lot of time coaching on blended families. I am a blended family. We are a blended family. I have kids from two previous marriages and it's it's difficult, but it's not impossible. Um, and, and even on the level of our parents, I feel like setting the foundation with you and your mate, it starts there. Boundaries start there. I am lucky. My husband is a mama's boy as well. His mom loves him. He's the only boy. And so she she thinks highly of him. But I also can see like at first I don't she probably might not agree, but I don't feel like she thought I was good enough, him or his sister. Um, although I I came to the relationship and they mm-hmm. probably didn't know I came to the relationship with my my own, everything my own. I had, a, you know, a family already, but it was difficult for them to get used to me because, you know, he respected me. Um, he set boundaries. He didn't allow he didn't allow his mother to overstep that. And I did the same. My my business with my husband is just that it's with within our marriage. And so you got to set those boundaries. Even with blended families, you got to set that those boundaries with those with co-parenting. Look, this is this is the husband. This is the man of this house. If you don't respect that, then I don't know what to tell you. You're going to have to figure out how to have a relationship with your child. But you got to have a relationship with him, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't believe that. But when I tell you we can all be under one roof and ain't no drama, mm-hmm. none. And that, and it yeah. goes down the line. We've even pushed it to the level of allowing our parents to be under one roof. Christmas time, my dad, the wife that he um he ended up marrying, leaving my mom for, all of us was under one roof. Mm. But they know how passionate I am. I don't raise, we don't raise our voices when we are in front of the kids. We don't argue. Like it has to be peace. Mm. But it started with us. That's what I was gonna say. You were breaking the chains, the same as me. We're breaking those chains. Um, and in for my family in, in particular, um, they're not used to that change. They don't understand why my way wasn't a good way. Um, but at the same time, my husband was brought up differently. Um, and sometimes this way ain't always the right way. Right. Um, so for us, as long as we respecting each other, I'm not going to let my side cross him because family will cross you. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They'll overstep yeah. your, their boundaries with you. They will. But they're not, no one, anyone will not get in between my marriage. Mm. So before you try to cross him, before you come out of base with him, you're going to come to me. Mm. And we're going to handle this however you want to. Um, we, at the same time, we don't argue. We don't, we don't have these discussions in front of the children either. And if someone from outside the house is coming in and they're doing that, both of us are going to put a stop to right. it. Right. Mm. Like, like I told you, I'm going to keep going deeper and deeper okay. and deeper. Okay. So I start off with the shallow and then I'm going to keep going down. <laughs> keep going down and down and down. Break it on. So the next one is I've been seeing a lot of, um, how can I use this word? On, on social media, the polygamy has oh. been going on and and been been on the rise. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I want to know your perspective of that. Like, 
I've seen it, uh, two women and a man, they shared a husband, they wife, they two wives. And I've seen, what do you call Sister wives, they sister wives. Each his own. <laughs> Each his own. That's how I see it. I, not, it couldn't happen here. Um, I'm, so if Jay, came, <laughs> if Jay was like, you know, I think we need to bring somebody. See, he got to know his spouse. So if he came right. to me with that, he knows right. that there's going to be some issues. Right now, I'll look now. My mental can't take it. Like, <laughs> I, I go in straight beat down mode. I'm I mean, territorial. And Trent, you see me with my kids. I let them know, like, look, them his daughters. But I'm like, hey, that's my man. Let me address him first before when he comes in this house. Cause they get real needy. Hey, give me a kiss. Let me kiss him first. So I ain't got time to be sharing with no grown oh, woman now. I, I just, I'm just saying, nah. I ain't know if that was in the cards nah. or not. Um, absolutely not. So it brings me to my next question. It brings me to my next question. What is considered a deal breaker? Because a lot of people, um, it's becoming a common thing that, you know, men cheat. That's what they say. You know, men cheat. That's, they're going to do it. Is cheating a deal breaker? Is it something that you can work through? I, I feel I, like it's something you can work through. Um, it depends on the level of, of, of moving forward. Are, are you cheating with an intent to keep cheating? Then that's a deal breaker. Then you got to go. But if it's something, if it's a mistake that you made and you're, you want to recover from it and you're going to do everything in your power to move forward, we build trust, you know, and we're creating avenues to, to, to show each other we want this, then I don't feel like it's a deal breaker. Yes. I firmly believe that if, I cheated, there wouldn't be a second chance for me. Mm. I don't think my husband would be able to, because he wouldn't. Right. So if he took it to that level, mm-hmm. it would be so devastating that there would be no coming back. From, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and We'll bring him on the show when I ask him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just, I believe that he would, he would not want to, uh, work through it. For me, I really can't say. I I don't know. I want to have this strong, powerful answer that you have, mm-hmm. um, because it's my husband and I love him right. so much. But at the same time, I don't know. Um, I think that I would. Um, I want to believe that I would want to work through it. Uh, but I don't know. I just I, like I just don't know. You That's won't an know. Answer. You will not yeah. know until you. Put yourself in this situation. I coach a lot of people that be like, oh no, if they cheat on me, I'm done. And but it'd be it'd be those that end up wanting to work it out. Mm. And so it just depends. And it depends if two people, two people gotta come to, to agreement. Right. Now it can't be one person want this and then the other person action they saying they want yeah. it and it don't it and it don't line yeah. up. Yeah. Right. It gotta be an agreement. And at the same time, like she said, the elements is the elements involved. If he's out here having a whole nother family and right. we over here, you know, I'm over here sitting at home, taking care of the house, doing, doing whatever I'm doing as a wife. And you got another family over here. No. Well, it depends if you got another family, you're going to participate. I have also have a friend who. Her husband, she he went and had another baby and. She's, she loved him enough to work it out. They worked it out and they took the baby in because the young lady wanted to go back to school and couldn't afford to take care of the kid. So I, I definitely think it depends on how strong you are as a couple. 
what you what you determine um, boundary wise that you're going to go forth because this is your marriage. You're not entitled to live by the 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 um, capacity of other people's thoughts. You, right. Yeah. You know, you right. got to go mm-hmm. off what God has told you to do. And this is where um, that perspective plays into mind for those of the those of you that believe in God and know that God is your foundation. He's going to help you master it. I've, I've been there. I know what's workable and what's not. Right. But it has to be workable with two people that come into agreement. And come into agreement with God's power to give you the strength to do it. Because you well, can't, you're not going to be able to do it without him. Go ahead, Tiff. I'm going to ask a question right after that. I believe for Jarrell, I would do whatever it takes to make us work. Mm-hmm. For sure. Right. Um, because like we said, for me, he's my end all be all. Um, but he has to make it work too. So I, I, I just don't know what the element is, to be honest. So I'm going to ask this question. I'm going to say a statement and I'm going to ask a question. So I always had a reason why people cheat need and greed that was, those are my two reasons why i think people cheat some people if they constantly tell their wife you know i need this from you i need this from you i need this from you and every time i tell you that it's a huff it's a and i ain't just talking sex i'm just talking about every element that mm-hmm. comes to me being happy or that person being happy if they continue same thing for a woman if they continue to tell you you know i need attention i need you to take me on a date and it repeatedly to right. be annoyed uh, ignored, um, then that person may go look elsewhere to find that. That's what I feel like that's a need. You know, they, they're looking for that need that they didn't get in the marriage. Then there's the other people who they get everything. Their wife is gorgeous. They have sex on the regular day, house, nice house, and they still out there doing it. You know, I believe that you can reconcile for more of the need piece than you can for the greed piece because mm-hmm. I think if you haven't spoken, if, now, if you haven't said anything, you know, if you said, you know, oh, I, I needed this, but I never told you. That's one thing. But if I've constantly told you I need this from you, I need this from you, I need this from you, and you ain't giving it. <laughs> That's exactly why I said the elements is what matters. Right. Like, you need to know what, I need to know the when, what, why, how, who, what we're going to do moving forward. Like, I, I have too many questions. But so why do y'all think... People cheat or step outside the marriage. I'm going to ask that question because it's going to lead to something else. But I want y'all to say. I think you said it. Yeah. Well, what's the ha- what's the meet happy medium between there? Because there's need and there's greed, but mm. there's also the in-between. Mm. Because greed sometimes, most of the time, comes with um, lack of honesty. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what makes it difficult for you to be able to move forward. Um, and need, need, okay, yeah, I've been telling you, but what's the in-between? I don't know what you would name that, but mm. there's an in-between where, yeah, I may not have needed it and I may have been greedy and decided to make that bad choice, but I'm being honest and upfront and laying it all on the table and I don't want that. Mm. I, w- I want to move forward. Right. That's when they start making excuses to, you know, like I did tell you, you're not listening. And it's one thing if this is the first time, but if it continues to happen now, you know, it just it's that fine line, like you said, in between. But I do believe, uh, it's funny, me and my husband were talking about it as well. Like, we as people continue to grow. We change. And so a part of that is also, one, knowing yourself and knowing your partner and knowing when this change is occurring and always be willing to reintroduce yourself. I know it sounds right. crazy, right. but you have to always be willing to reintroduce yourself to your your partner and, you know, understand that things will change. I used to be an extrovert. Now I'm an introvert. It's weird. 
but I still have these extrovert elements. So um, it's not unfathomable to want to or become someone different in a marriage. And you have to be willing to be fluid in that in that part. Uh, And sometimes people, uh, uh, the the spouse can't take that change. Mm. We watched it in like if we want to look at social media and stuff like that. We watch people, their their spouse go to school and now they don't like her anymore because she's not fun. Mm. Um, Or it goes the other way. So how do you um, handle, you know, difference in income? You know, nowadays, you know, young women making money, you know, I'm making a whole lot of money. And it used to be, you know, we was the only breadwinners. We bringing in the money. We bringing in the bacon. Y'all got to rely on us. Now it's like, our women coming in here with six, seven figure jobs. And we we still at five. <laughs> like, one thing I always said was, I don't mind a woman making more money. It just don't make your mouth make more money. Then, then, you, then you can cash a check for it. All I'm saying is, let me still feel like the man even though I'm only making forty thousand, you making one hundred and twenty thousand. Just let me feel like the man. I know I can't pay that light bill this week, but I can get it. I can get it next month. That's a big issue on a lot of relationships. Is that women will use their mouth to emasculate a man, and then turn around and be like, "Oh, he's such a punk." Yeah, for lack of a it, better word, this is a rated R show. Y'all all right? <laughs> you know, like oh, it's explicit. I, he can't be a man, but you're not allowing him to be a man. As far as financial, um, you know, he has his, I have mine, and then we have a collective pot where we put together and take care of finances. Um, if I need, I don't ever have to worry. If he needs, he never has to worry. I will never, ever put him on the spot in front of anybody. Um, I would never make him feel, um, we all have moments where we're having, uh, I'm going to fall. He's going to fall as long as I'm there to pick him up. But I don't have, we don't, I don't have to let the world know about it. Right. Right. Um, he'll never have to ask. So I, as far as who makes more money, it, to me, it doesn't, neither one of us, it matters as long as we're taking care of what we have to take care of regardless. Big ball. I, I agree. What? <laughs> no, I, I agree. Y'all, I know Dana Lowe. I know them too. I know they got money. <laughs> um, but I, I think it depends. I get, I see a lot of men though who are, who are, don't, isn't, they aren't the breadwinner and they get mad and it's not that she talks down. It's normally that he's intimidated and mm-hmm. I get a lot and they, you know, they get told off and called all kind of names and, or they get asked for their money back when they when they do provide money. So I don't think it's from the perspective of necessarily who makes the most. You know, I know my husband would give me the last dollar in his account, literally. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. I don't want the last dollar in your account. It's, but the fact that he would go down to zero to give me what he needs, it don't matter how much he made. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's that's in for us. But in these a lot of toxic relationships, you'll have that. You'll have the man... Um, you know, busting her down because she's she is making money and he's not feeling uh, like a man. That's not her fault. And then at the same time, the woman is allowing this behavior and she wants to bust him down for it. Right. You know, that's on them. But here we good. All right. So we get closer to the end. So I'm going to ask something. What's the secret um, to a happy marriage? What? What makes it last long? I know y'all are 
You know, how long you been married? Let me ask that first. How long you been married, Terry? Actually married a year, uh-huh. but we've been together for going on six, babe. She's supposed to know that, Jay. <laughs> she's supposed to know that, Jay. But don't worry hit. about it. Don't worry about it, Jay. She's supposed to know that, Jay. Don't, don't worry. I got eight. your back. I got your back. And we will be together 10. Mm. And oh. he chased me down for two. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, but he did. That's not what I heard. Oh. <laughs> that's not what I heard. I heard it was up the way around. Over her, whatever she said. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the secret? Like, what is it to that has worked for your marriages that you could probably give to some of those people that's listening that either want to be married or they're in marriage right now and they're just trying to figure out how to keep this thing going? Um, for me, is know what you want. Don't, don't live your life or experience put high unrealistic expectations on a man and you don't even know what you want Mm -hmm. or a woman know who you are, Mm -hmm. know what you want. So you can explain to your mate who you are and what you want. Because a lot of times we don't do that. We automatically go in this relationship. You, after you know me a few weeks, you should know what I like, what I need and what I want. No, you go in there and tell them over and over again, because like Tiffany said, things change. You grow. And you can either choose to grow together or grow apart. But part of that is knowing and understanding who your mate is. And then stop putting out unrealistic expectations you can't meet yourself. Mm. Make a stink face on that one. Stink Uh, face. Adding to all of that, because yes, I also believe you need to protect your marriage. Nowadays, everybody wants to put... uh, Everything on social media and and like she said, expectations are up here, you know, Um, they're letting everybody in their relationship, everybody into their household. Everybody has an opinion and you got people that are toxic. They're not even in a relationship, haven't even been in a marriage. Got a nerd to give you advice. Advice, Mm. you know, and you don't really know people's intentions. Um, So the first thing you need to be able to do is speak to your husband. Mm-hmm. communicate with your husband and come to an understanding. People need to know how to communicate effectively. Yes. How we sit down and listen. Let me talk. I'll let you listen. Um, and not being um, arrogant about it mm. because that is a big mistake for a lot of people. And Tiffany, you make a good point. And not only that, they need to know that they're talking to their friend. Mm. You, most people talk to their spouses like they did. That's your enemy. Mm. Right. That's your friend, your right. best friend at that. So talk to them like that's your friend. Absolutely. And then people go even, even don't let family in, you know, unless it's something like you getting beat or something like that. Yeah. Right. But if you get beat, call the police. <laughs> right. You don't need to go to your mother. And, and it, you know, that's the biggest thing that I see a lot of people do. They go talk to their family members and now the family members it's hate all him. Right. They, they all force judgment. They're yep. making it worse. Yep. And then you turn around and you loving this person again because you're going to forgive him and the family never does. Now, every time you turn around, they throwing salt in your stuff. Absolutely. Disrespecting like one point you made about social media. We don't owe social media anything. Nothing. I don't have to tell you every bad or difficult time my marriage go through. You're going to see all them good times because they ain't none of your business what the other times look like. Mm. So you absolutely post your, your fabulous pictures and your whole family over there. Because in the end, I'm going to be whole no matter what we go through. Right. 
Uh, social media don't do nothing for nobody but add a couple of likes. <laughs> well, you know, it pays me a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, that ain't helping my marriage. How many marriages? How many? Now, I ain't having no marriages now. I don't but know. there's a lot of marriages deteriorating well, because well, of it. Well, I'm hoping that this this podcast helps some people out. You know, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm hoping, but I mean. I'm glad y'all came on the show today. Y'all really, you know, y'all dropped some pearls today. But I, I can't wait till the guys get up here. I really, we I really, I can't wait for the guys to, to come <laughs> right up here. And, and and I don't think I'm going to let y'all come in because I want them to come a little raw. Because Jay, Jay, Jay good where he at, but I don't know if the tip was you true all the way through. You ain't flinch at all. Nah, oh, she was true. Okay. Yeah, thank you. I can tell the posture, the fingers, and everything. Yeah. I'm over here like. Now this yeah. won't be on the show, but they real hood in here. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. They keep Dana uh, keep grabbing my mic like she paid for it, but it's good though. It's all right. Well, I'm Big Trent. This is Real Convos. I want to thank you, ladies, for coming on. Y'all be sure to like, follow, and tag, and. Y'all comment below and subscribe and do what you do best. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and I'm out of here. Thank you for having us. All right. Ooh, ooh, ooh.